Hi everyone, Alex here with a quick word from our newest sponsor, SeatGeek. SeatGeek is your one-stop shop for tickets for everything from live theater and concerts to sporting events like Rays games. SeatGeek uses a color-coded scale to show you where the best deals are, with green being good and red being bad. If you haven't used SeatGeek before, we have a special deal just for you. Use code RAISETHEROOF, that's RAIS spelled R-A-Y-S, at checkout for $20 off your first purchase with SeatGeek. Again, that's code Raise the Roof for $20 off your first SeatGeek purchase. Thanks so much to SeatGeek for sponsoring us, and let's get back to this latest episode of Raise the Roof. It's time to raise the roof for our latest regular season episode. Welcome back, everyone, to this latest episode of Raise the Roof. It is me and Gibby. We are here to talk some Rays baseball. They just finished Fucking up their last duo. Drop an F-bomb in the first 30 seconds. Love that. That's how we do it. That's uh, not how I should do it. <laughs> God damn it. Love. We have the final home game of the regular or the final home series of the regular season to discuss uh, the Rays had three against the Angels, three against the Toronto Blue Jays. They also have, uh, I believe, five more games left of the regular season. I think two in Boston and three in Toronto to finish things up. As of right now, the Rays have officially clinched home field advantage, at least for the wild card game. We don't know what's going to be happening in the AL East, only because it looks like it's probably not going to happen at this point. Uh, the Rays had opportunities to be able to gain games on the Orioles. That didn't really happen. Uh, we'll go into more details about that and um, some thoughts as to, you know, just everything in, in and around that. Um, I'm trying to think. Uh, the Bucks just played tonight? Yeah, now we lost. They lost. Yeah. Uh, they they played the Eagles. The Eagles are very, very good. The Bucks are good or have been playing well this year, but aren't the Eagles. So that was just kind of a rough game. Uh, USF looked pretty good. USF, the oh my boys, god, first FBS win in god knows how long, and it didn't phase Coach Galesh at all. I mean, he wasn't really thinking about it too much, but I, I, I liked his post game conference about it. You know, he really he always touches on the right shit every time he says. And then we just ran with it in that second half, dude, and we took off. I saw shades of. A team I haven't seen in a long time, Alex. Hey, that boy. And a man I may have not seen in a while. I've seen shades shades of them. Yeah. But Byron Brown, yeah. He's like finding a new weapon. He's finding a new weapon every single week. Last week, it was like Atkins this week. Uh, Simmons. What's his first name? His first name, but he had like an insane like 286 yards or something. Uh, it was absolutely insane. So sometimes you just gotta do it. Shouts out to the USF football team for getting it done against Rice football, a team hey. who's already beaten Houston. So like, pretty good. That's a big team. win. That's and a big win. I, I, I was wondering, you know, Alex, I was wondering this whole time. There's this one guy, I forgot what his number. I think it was number ten on Rice football, and I'm like, who the fuck is this guy? Because he's getting. Nine yards for 199 catches for 199 yards, and he's doing like these crazy one-handed catches. That might have been another guy, but uh, his last name was McCaffrey, and then I found out it's McCaffrey's little brother, 
Luke McCaffrey. So, or it's Christian McCaffrey. It's Christian McCaffrey's problem. Yeah. So, so uh, man's is just yeah. Man's it's is just, just in the off. DNA. It's it was in the DNA, but it, it is in the DNA. Still, hey, the Bulls got it's not done, and that's Naeem Simmons. Day. Yeah, Naeem Simmons. I should have remembered that. Yeah, but awesome, hey, awesome game by well. USF. They're, they're great job, Coach Galesh. We love you. Lock him up for like 30 years because, like, he's already got half the career wins Jeff Scott did in three years. And that's kind of sad. Hey, it's good vibes, which is the most important. Good vibes. Thing. That's the most important so, thing. Uh, just good vibes. I, I, for the most part, I don't even know if good vibes. Is the, let's just say. I, like, we can't, okay talk, we can't say now. the same thing about the Rays. No, it's. I don't know. No, the Rays uh, have been uh, interesting the last week. There is good things, and before we do continue, I want to make sure that we do shout out our sponsors. Uh, SeatGeek, $10, $20 off your first purchase of $30 or more using code RAISETHEROOF at checkout. Also, in the clutch, 10% off any order, anytime, all the time, using code RAISETHEROOF at checkout. R-A-Y-S, the roof as normal. Um, make sure to use those. Help you guys save some money. Help us. In the process, uh, you know, scratch my back, scratch yours, kind of thing. Help me, help you. Uh-huh. It, uh, definitely, those those things really, really help, and we partner with them for a reason because they're great sponsors to work with. In the clutch has a couple of new designs out for the postseason coming up, so make sure to take advantage of those. And there's going to be more designs that they're going to be putting out. We've been working really, really hard with them to try to come up with new designs for different raise merch and all of that. It's really, really cool. If you guys haven't taken advantage because of the new stadium announcement, all that stuff, make sure to get your America's ballpark merch because Tropicana field pretty much has an official timeline of when it's going to be over. So um, uh, make sure to rep your favorite ballpark before we get to Trop 2.0 when you get the chance. So with that being said, let's go into talking about the raise. As Gibby mentioned, uh, vibes of the raise right now, a little bit off. Uh, injury prone is one way of saying it. Uh, it was announced Brandon Lau is going to be out four to six weeks after he fouled a pitch off of his knee. Jeez. Uh, and I literally, I have a story about that okay. because, oh my God, I literally turned on the radio for 15 seconds, Alex, and I just happened to be listening to this Brandon Lau, Brandon Bat, <laughs> this Brandon Lau at bat, and of course that is the first thing that happens. And and he meant he manages to finish that at bat if you can believe that. And uh, yeah, after after breaking his kneecap, well, apparently breaking his kneecap. That, that's what they said, right? He or fractured it. Fractured. Yeah. So yeah, that's tough. Definitely tough. I turned off the radio after that one. I didn't, I don't know what to do. Didn't yeah, know that was that was very very annoying. Sorry, um, Neil. You're great though. You're great though. Don't don't forget that. So that's one thing. Uh, then we had the Randy news, which he's going to be day to day. Then we have yeah, the and then I, and then I went to that game, Alex. And I went to that game, and of course, I think you're Randy, just bad luck. Randy Land was devastated. It turned into Harry Land, though. That was kind of fun. I think you're just bad luck, my friend. I don't. Yeah, it's it's kind of just terrible. I think you're just bad luck. So what I've been going through. That was happening. I'm still going all the wild card games though, so you can blame it on me. And then, oh wait, did you already get wild card tickets, or how is that working now? I don't think I don't think they've officially can do the wild card tickets yet because we're not officially getting the wild card yet. So they have to wait until it's like some like. I thought it was like the twenty. 
what's it called? I thought it was like the twenty seventh or whatever it is that tickets were going to be released. Okay, then that's cool. So you're yeah. going to be going to both games, though. I'm going to be trying to. Yeah, that's 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 definitely smart. Uh, but that happened. Then Jason Adams screwed up his arm again after coming back from the IL after screwing up his arm. So that was great. Uh... Luke Rayley had the is still dealing with stuff reeling from Yon, and the then incident. I literally just remembered the Yandy Diaz injury yesterday. Yeah, yeah, he pulled his groin or something like that after um running out uh an infield hit. Uh and then the and then the Luke Rayleigh thing, he was put on the 10 day IL after the whiplash Christ. that he got from from what we know it was crashing into Manny Manny Navarro, who is the Rays translator. Uh, during BP during the Orioles series, uh, that then translated into him not being able to feel his entire arm. I believe it was his right arm. Uh, during that bat, he just lost feeling in the entire arm. It went numb, which is not good. Uh, so that was a thing. Uh, and then that couples up with the fact of we saying of us saying that the Angel series was a must sweep series. They win two out of three because they mess up. And Alex, on the cherry on top, Alex. What? Oh, the Wednesday, Jason. Wednesday, I went to the I went to the game, but I showed up late. But when I get there, it's two. It's zero two Angels. I'm like, ah, we're down a little bit to the Angels, but you know we'll get them in the bullpen. Bam! Grand slam, grand salami on Savali. Six six zero Angels. That that and that was my baseball weekend, so it was, it was a great time. Give me, give me just bad luck, bad luck across the board. So that time. happens. Uh, the Rays only win two out of three there, and then they barely, and I mean barely, beat uh, one game against the Blue Jays. Win one game against the Blue Jays, and then they lose the other. So they lose two out of three against the Blue Jays. Uh, to finish up the home slate, which is not what Rays fans wanted, plus all of the injuries to make things worse. Uh, I think that Rays fans would rather be in a much happier place right now, but it seems like for a lot of fans, and myself included to an extent, that this team just feels cursed. There just seems to be a thing where the baseball gods, if those things exist, if you believe in the baseball gods, that they have some sort of thing against the Rays. And if you're a Rays fan, you must. I'd say like kind of got to yeah it's it's just a really really unfortunate way of of going about life right now but here we are the rays a 95 win team we're freaking out if they're even going to beat the blue jays uh in the wild card series which it looks like that's going to be happening at this point like i said the rays have two and a half games back of the orioles with five games left kevin arrow came up though and he got a hit in rbi yes I will mention Junior because Junior's our boy. We've been hyping up this dude for God knows how long dude, now. He's going to basically the entire season. He's going to be the next in Rosarina, dude. <laughs> he's been looking like an absolute stud so far in his first two games, but I'll get to that in a second. OPS. Um. So all of that's going on. Uh, like I said, the Rays, five games left to play. They're two and a half back of the O's. The Rays had chances over the last week to gain ground on the Orioles. The Orioles did not look good in the games that they were playing. The Orioles looked very vulnerable, and the Rays just weren't able to take advantage and close down the gap. I think a lot of people are saying this, and I and I agree. By them losing that last game and that uh, the Sunday game in that series of which they had the Orioles down to the last out twice, and they weren't mm-hmm. able to secure a win. The fact that they weren't able to do that was the reason why 
they're not in an op- in a spot to be able to win the division because they had a chance to win it and they blew it, which was ended up being a two game swing. Because if you win that, you're tied. If you don't win, you're two games back, which is what they ended up being. So that was yeah. a massive blow uh, to them wanting to win the division. Now they still were able to make the playoffs and. As we've seen so many times with random teams, the Giants won the World Series after being a wild card team. The Phillies made the World Series after being a wild card team. Uh, the Braves won eighty something games and found a way to uh, win the World Series in twenty twenty one with a bunch of guys that they got uh, in in trades and things like that without Ronald Acuna Jr. So. Anything can really happen. And also, I don't even think that their starters were that good at that point. They had a bunch of guys that were injured. But anything that anything can happen with baseball. I just think that as Rays fans, I feel like we would have felt a lot better overall if they would have won the division. I think we're just complacent considering how bad July was that they weren't able to do it. I don't know what your thoughts are about it, Gibby. Yeah. How you feeling about it, but... I mean, yeah, for such an in- injury-devastated team as we are, we certainly deserve to be uh, first round uh, by eligible, but you know it doesn't work that way in baseball. Unfortunately, uh, there was one team in our division who just happened to be the actual best team in baseball, and that was the Orioles. And you know, I feel like we're just there's just no way to catch them now. I don't know how much. I mean, I feel like trying at this point. It's like. It's already cost us so much. You know, do we have to keep pursuing it so hard? We have to play our hearts out these next four games, or do we take it a little bit more easy? You know, that's probably a decision going on in the race players' heads. You know, you're two and a half games back. You're not sure how many more games the Orioles can lose here. Doesn't seem like they can lose, but uh, team's got to put it together, you know, because we got nobody on that bench right now. Just like we got, we got a lot of, uh, or we got a lot of injuries in that bench right now. So it's a lot of next man up mentality going on. So it's going to have to really be a hardy run. If we're playing early in the wild card, you know, we're going to have to really step up, especially the starting pitching is going to have to be a carry. I mean, it always is. It's going to have to be like a seven inning stretch for each of our three starters. They're going to have to be playing pretty good, you know. And we can't have a lackluster. I feel like that's in danger of happening again. Just another fucking devastating season, postseason like last season where we don't even score runs. If we don't have like Randy and uh, Deondi and our entire offense. I don't know. I'm not sure what we can do. I mean, we still have Josh Lowe. We still have Hal Ramirez. We still have lots of guys who are producing, but it's just, it's it, it's bleak. If we go into the, in the wild card like this, I mean, we got to get help. We got to try to get healthy real fast. I'm not sure what the status of Rosarena is like how long he's going to be gone or how long a lot of these guys are going to be gone. But so a lot of the it's uh, just the, devastating. Well, so the Randy injury and the Yandi injury are both day to day. It sounds like for the most part that uh what's it called? That Adam isn't as severe as we think, but it's still not great. 
I know that Rayleigh's on the 10 day. So Rayleigh's going to be out until most likely the postseason. I don't even know if he's going to be healthy by then. I'm scared about what happened with him because that was just a very scary incident. I also don't know how that entire thing went. And I'm not going to try to speculate because if I start calling out people on the raise for things that I don't know, because I wasn't in Baltimore and I didn't see it happen. I only saw photos of it and heard um, firsthand accounts from people, but I didn't see it happen. So I'm not going to try to assume anything one way or another on that. It's just really, really unfortunate that it happened. As for the rest of the injuries, I mean, the, the, the Lau injury was just really unfortunate. He just fouled a ball off his off his knee, and it just it messed up his knee. And now he's not yeah. – basically, the only way that he can be back is basically best-case scenario, the Rays make it to the World Series, and he's there for it. But who knows if that's going to happen. I mean, the, the only other – the only times that the Rays have done something in the playoffs that – aren't that weren't on a year when they won the world series because they have only won other than the two other than 08 and 2020 they've only won one or technically two playoff rounds if you want to consider it that because they won the 2013 wild card game and they won the 2019 wild card game but in terms of playoff series they lost in 2010, they lost in 2011, they lost in 2019 to the Astros, they lost in 2021, and they lost in 2022 in the wildcard wild card series. So if they're not going to the World Series, for the most part, they're losing the in the first round of the playoffs. That's just how things have gone historically, aside from the years that they've, like I said, aside from the years that they've went to the World Series. So it's a very boom or bust type thing, and even when they boom, they don't win at all. As of right now, it would be nice if they did that sometime soon. But that's just kind of the situation with the Rays. They, you know, if they don't go on some magical run to to get back to that point, then we're just not going to see guys like Lau, probably Rayleigh either, until next year. Uh, so uh, we, we'll just have to see what happens with that. With that being said, though, there have come more reinforcements from the minors for a lot of just you know um out of necessity i know ryan maltapia who the rays signed as a minor league guy or brought in as a minor league guy he's getting called up uh i know so he's getting called up uh junior camonero who we just mentioned the Rays' top prospect which is massive news i know that we're just kind of overlooking this more or less or it can sound like maybe we're overlooking it but junior camonero is the Rays' top prospect he shot up out of nowhere basically within the last year He's had a fantastic season in both double A uh, or high A um, Bowling Green and in double A Montgomery. Uh, I got to see him play all of the videos that you guys saw and all the photos that you guys saw in Birmingham. I went, I went there. I went out of my way to go there just to see junior play because I wanted to see how good he was. He made two spectacular plays in the field at third base. He had a triple in that game. He showed a lot of discipline. There was one specific moment that I think is really telling of his character. I hope it's telling of his character moving forward. He got hit with a pitch. I believe it was in the second game, if not the first game, but the second game, whatever there, it was a double header. So it was 14 innings of baseball um, because of the minors. They do seven inning double headers instead of 90 double headers, but he got hit with a pitch. He was pissed off. He wanted to throw his bat and whatever it is. And I saw him restrain himself. This is a 20 year old kid. He's still got a lot of growing to do, but he was able to restrain himself and just take the free base and not try to think too much about it. And that's a, like, I didn't think I was going to be able to see restraint on a kid like that. And I was really, really impressed with what I saw. I didn't think that that was going to happen. 
But it's small things like that that really give you hope about a guy and give you a really a bigger perspective about a player. Even though I've only saw him play in two games, that was a really, really telling sign. He seems to have a really good eye. He he has good pitch, uh, good plate discipline and pitch selection at the plate. And he also has really good defense. He also plays good, good defense. So he's everything that you wanted a player. He's got energy. He's got style. He's got swagger. He wants to play. He looks like he should be able to play on the big league team. And I'm really, really excited for him. I don't know how much you've seen from him out of maybe just highlights. Yeah. But what, how do you feel about him? Yeah, no, I, I love, obviously, he's a highly talented prospect. I've seen, you know, what you've said about him and the stuff you've kind of shared. And obviously, he's big on you know, and social media and all that stuff. So a lot of people are excited for him already. Obviously, there's a lot of hype around him. You know, it's probably like more like the Wander when when Wander was there in the 2020 uh, postseason. Like he didn't really like see it that much. I'm not sure how many much postseason he's gonna see ultimately. But you know, with how injury riddled we are, he might have to just be in that role. So, uh. I imagine we will probably be seeing him a little bit more. And, you know, I'm after already kind of producing an MLB. I mean, some guys that takes them a while, but it didn't take him very long. So we like that from Kevin. We do. We do for sure. I know. uh, What's his face has still been Curtis Mead has still been producing since he's been up here. There's been a lot of comparisons between him and Longo. I know that there was already the comparison of swings, but I think Dude, that that's really that, cool. That freaking home run right in the corner. First home run, Junior Caminero hit it hit it to hit it to 162 landing. First first career homer for uh sorry, for Curtis Mead, I should yeah, say. Yeah, Curtis Mead. Yeah, first career homer went to 162 landing, which was cool. Uh speaking of Longo, by the way, if you guys didn't see, because the Rays just kind of like said that they were going to do statues and they really didn't do anything else with the statues, but they unveiled the, the 25th anniversary statues uh, outside of gate four at the trop. I think if I'm not mistaken, those statues being Akinori Iwamura after stepping on second base in game seven of the 2008 world series and Longo hitting the walk-off homer in game 162 in 2011 to send the race to the playoffs. So two iconic moments in race history now in, um, enshrined in statues uh, for the rest of time, hopefully. And it's actually even cooler now that they decided to do them as they did because of the fact that the Rays supposedly are getting a new stadium. So now those statues are going to have a new home once they're moved uh, or once the stadium hopefully happens. I know that there's like a city council and um, county things for it. So things might happen that that are out of our control. But as of right now, it looks like they're going to be going to the new stadium too, which I think is really cool. Did you get a chance to? I don't know if you went to the game where the statues were. Or, no, my or, friend or did though. He got yet. the Longo ones. Ooh, I th- yeah, I think he got the Longo. Uh... Have, have, well, have you seen them outside the trop yet? I have. I have. Okay. Well, I've seen the pictures of them outside the trop. I haven't seen them in person. Okay. Yet. Okay, you haven't gotten a chance to see them. No. Okay. Cool. So you will eventually. Yeah. So. Of course. I just I, I was there Wednesday and Friday and we lost both times, so I wasn't gonna go again in that series. You were just you were just like, Yeah, I'm bad luck. I'm just not gonna yeah, do yeah. this anymore. Yeah, I, and I ran out of 
that was like the last of my uh season membership whenever so i was like I'm okay good. and now you're gonna get hopefully first access to the playoffs to be able to access yeah that. exactly that'll be nice uh, we don't, I mean, we kind of discussed the Blue Jays series. We kind of discussed the Angels series. Like I said, there was a lot of injuries that were in there. The Angels series, I mean, uh, just the end of, uh, the eight, the 8-3 loss was just really bad. A um, lot of poor pitching to uh, guys who just aren't good. Like the Angels just don't have a good lineup and the Rays kind of just fed to them. Savali did not have a good outing in that at all. He's just looked very... I mean, honestly, he's looked much more inconsistent than I thought. He throws a lot of pitches. He runs a lot of deep counts, which is really concerning. So I really hope that that changes for the playoffs, but that's not really a good sign short-term for the Rays, especially because of the fact that the playoffs are coming up. So yeah. I don't know if you have any specific thoughts about Savali or any of the pitching. I know that Taj uh, gave up a lot of runs on Sunday, but he also was able to throw seven innings in there. Yeah, I was yeah I was more lenient on on Taj. Getting six runs in two innings for Savali was just pain. I mean, before I even got there, Savali, it was already blown open. Come on, like I'm not sure what it is because I mean we had 16 strikeouts that day, but they had like eight eight runs on like how many however many hits. It was crazy. So, yeah, I feel like the pitch selection was a little off. Something's off about the confidence of the guys. I mean, even Glass now, felt like I felt like his confidence looked a little zapped on the mound. Like, Savali especially. I mean, we just got to get it together for these playoffs. I mean, we, we either got to use these games to gain some momentum or use them to gain some rest, you know? That's got to be the ultimate decision, whatever yeah. Cash does going forward. It's going to be hard in, the, in the, this next week. You know, you're kind of waiting for a lot of guys to return. You know, a lot yeah, of I agree with you. I, I, I really do wonder at this point because it just seems like I, I mean, I, like even if the Rays go unbeaten, they would need the, I'm pretty sure they would need. Baltimore to lose three out of five or three or four out of six, whatever it is, in order for them to be able to win the division. Yeah. Um, which just seems unlikely at this point. So, uh, like, if 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 I was the Rays, once the Blue Jays series kind of went by the wayside, I would just try to rest guys as much as possible, considering the fact that there's been so many injuries within the last month of the year that it's just not good. Like, like nothing about what's going on with the Rays right now is good. It's it's just. It just seems like someone hit the chaos button and the chaos button just has stayed on indefinitely. Like it hasn't stopped. It's just ridiculous. The amount of injuries that have piled up so quickly. I thought, I think that all these Rays fans, everyone thought that we were going to get out of it, that this wasn't going to happen anymore, that they were going to, you know, we were just going to escape this madness, and now we haven't been able to escape it because there just seems to be a new guy some other day that's going to be, or a new guy every day that's uh, gotten the injury bug that's out. I mean, we lost our primary second baseman. We lost our primary shortstop to reasons that weren't injury-related, but it's still really bad. Uh, we or could, could potentially be a lot worse than what it actually is uh, right now. 
we have, I mean, a starting center fielder has a contusion or something fractured hand. He might come back for the playoffs, but probably not. Uh, it, you know, just somebody got in the, the pitching. Yeah, is what somebody, it is. I mean, somebody of the, the exciting guys of the season. So I bet a lot of race fans were bummed out. You're seeing a lot of. Yeah. Yeah. Not good. It's just not good. Yeah, and then the uh, – I mean, there were two walk-off wins in there. You had the walk-off win against the Angels, and you had the walk-off win against the Blue Jays, which were fun. The Rays do lead the league in walk-offs this year. But it just felt like other than that first game, of other than that Angels series, and even that first game of the Angels series, it was – I think they were tied 2-2 where they were down 2-1 against, yeah. against the Angels, a team that – has no reason to do anything right now. Yeah. They're absolutely terrible. They don't have Trout. They don't have Otani. They don't have basically anyone right now. Yeah, and they're I just kind of plotting. Yeah, it was like just the last six games just felt like they were playing lifeless baseball, and they kind of woke up at times, but not really. Uh, that Blue Jays series, I mean, just how it ended, you have to think that the way that that ended, uh, the Rays are going to be more keen to keep guys rested for the playoffs than not just because the playoffs, if they do, uh, if everything does go to the wild card game, though, I believe that'll begin on October 3rd or October 4th. So they'll get like a day or two off before the playoffs begin. So just a lot of chaos right now going into the postseason. Uh, not all for the best. I'll put it that way. Yeah. That's for sure. It's been, it's been frustrating to say the least. Uh, but I mean, the Rays are finding ways through it. Like I said, they have they've brought a bunch of guys up. We'll probably be seeing more guys that might be brought up within this point. Um, and then once the playoffs happen, the playoffs happen. It's the best of three if they go into the wild card or they get some extra time off before the division series. But even so, best of five, best of three. Anything about the Orioles, I do have to say, either way that you slice it. Whether the, whether the Rays win the division or whether the Orioles win the division, if either team if either team wants to go to the ALCS, they have to beat the other team. Like if the Rays want to beat the Orioles, and the Rays are the first wild card team, the Rays have to beat the Blue Jays and then have to go beat the Orioles again. If the Orioles want to beat the Rays, the Rays the Orioles have to go beat the Blue Jays and then go beat the Rays. So either way you slice it other than the fact of the Blue Jays just going on an absolute crazy run and, and screwing both of these teams up, they were going to have to meet each other at some point. It was not like the Rays were just going to avoid the Orioles. They were going to play in the division series regardless if either team wanted a chance to go to the uh, ALCS. I think that's important to note that I don't yeah. know if a lot of people realize, but it's it's like that's just how it is. Yeah, and I like – I mean – I like the chances in, in in just a best of three. I mean, it was very close on this last weekend in the home series, but we won't have quite that luxury. I mean, actually, we will. We'll be at home because we did clutch the home. You know, we were just some pitchers. We, we were some unrested pitchers away from ultimately winning that series. I feel like we put in as Bonnie... What's his name? Who'd you put in on Sunday and like the, after Poche? Oh, uh, Erasmo. Erasmo. 
Yeah, that didn't yeah. really grow. That didn't really go that well, unfortunately. Yeah. So, so like, we can't yeah. be doing stuff like that. But I feel like in a playoff series, just straight up right now, we're still pretty even on with the Blue Jays. It's the Orioles I would worry about ultimately in, in the state that we are in right now. But yeah, I'm worried about everything right now. Yeah, but there's still. About- yeah. There's still five games left of Rays baseball. Like I said, they have two games against the Red Sox, three games against the Blue Jays. I don't even know if you want to preview these games because honestly, I just don't know if the Rays are going to care. Like, I mean, we can yeah. preview them, but it's more of at, at this point in the season, considering I mean, the fact they that shouldn't. the season's wrapped up and the injuries really are going think, on. I, just I really don't think, think they, they care. Yeah, I really think they shouldn't. But I think they I think they might be playing these games. Like, holy! They might, they might put in some more effort than we think. I'm, I'm thinking. I mean, the way that I, the way that I'm looking right now, we have uh, Tanner Hawk against Zach Eflin. We have uh, Tyler Glass now against Brian Bello, and then for the Blue Jay series, we have three TBDs. I'm assuming in there should include the likes of who am I missing? Savali and Taj and. Potentially one other guy that I'm not thinking of right now. Little. Oh, yeah. Zach Littell should be in there. So Littell. the Taj, Littell, and Zavali will find their way into that final series against the Jays. Um, I just don't know. Like, I mean, I mean, like, like truly, because the Rays are at the point kind of in purgatory where they're probably too far out to win the division at this point, but they've already secured a playoff spot, and that's pretty much set in stone. Yeah. So I don't know what's gonna happen. They're going to be weird games for sure. I'm not sure what the... I mean, it's going to be like they're playing. we're playing for nothing, really. Maybe the Red Sox aren't really playing for nothing, really. So it's going to be like, a, I don't know, just a weird baseball game altogether. Yeah, but... Yeah, so there's not really... You're right. There's not really a need to preview. But, but it is worth noting, if things do go crazy, the O's have... Six games at home to round the season out, which sucks. I mean, like I said, the Rays had chances uh, in that in the last week because the O's went three and four or four and three. So they had chances to gain games on the O's, but they lost games. The O's have two more against the Nats, which should be a sweep, and then four against the Orioles, which, I mean, honestly, those could be – they could win out. But they could also lose games that that we don't know because they've been way more shaky recently than they've been just in general. So uh, who knows what's going to happen with that? But all of that's really on the table right now. It's just as of this point, I mean, it would be great if the Rays could find a way to win um, the the division. I just don't think that they're going to do it. But they've already clinched the playoff spot, which is the most important thing. So as long as they're in the playoffs and they're going from there, you just got to get in. As long as you can get in, then anything can happen. Exactly. I think that's the most important thing. Uh, do you want to do our in-the-clutch players for the week, or, or what players do you think are going to be in the clutch this week? I feel like we should just both pick We should just both pick Cam and Arrow. Cam and Arrow. I'm fine with that. I'll go with Junior, my boy. Yeah, I'm really, really happy it. that he got called up. I didn't expect that to happen. We I was need really... him to blow the fuck up. I was literally at a covering a junior college football game and I go on the field. And as I'm on the field, I see a, a notification from Jeff Passon saying that he was called up. And I'm like, I don't know how I'm going to be able to type this on my phone as I'm driving home an hour to back to my apartment. 
but I was so beyond excited just because of the fact that he's he got called up. I mean, he's such a special talent, and I think that Rays fans just don't realize just how good he is right now. And they will realize how good he is at some point, but he's, he's so good. He's so ridiculously good. He's incredibly good, and I'm just so happy that he's getting this chance. I don't know if he is going to be, uh, what's it called? I don't know if he is on the postseason roster. I don't know if he's eligible for it, whatever it might be, but he might be. Who knows? Uh, so that's just really, really cool that he's at least gotten this opportunity to be able to be successful at the major league level, whether that be for 10 games as just a sample size before he goes back to Durham, because I would assume that his next progression would be to Durham or he just stays with the big league club. Who knows? Yeah, who really knows? But yeah, but definitely, ball. definitely fuck it. We ball. I would fuck love, it, we ball. I would love a lot of positive vibes to come from this for sure. Postseason tickets are going to be sold for the race coming up. If you guys haven't seen the race, have a bunch of cool things happening for the postseason. They have some drive-by things where you can go and get some raised merch. Uh, it just free stuff for the postseason. I think they have other postseason giveaway stuff. One of the things that for some reason went viral without me even realizing it would go viral. Uh, they're just randomly giving away. I guess they're they're partnering up with Poison Ivy Inc., which is a tattoo parlor, tattoo shop that is in the Tampa Bay area. And they're giving away, for those who want to get permanent tattoos, uh, they're giving away uh, or to the first 50 fans who show up to each of the different days that, that they're doing it, you can get like a raised tattoo on you. Um, there's a bunch of different designs. There's like an old TB design. There's the new TB design. There's the Devil Ray design. There's Low the Sunburst. you want to do it. And then Raymond. Uh, well, you can do it if you're one of the first people the uh everything all of the things are you you can't start lining up until 1 p.m at each location if you want to get one like i said first 50 fans i believe that they're only two to three inch tattoos so very small uh it says tattoos are available on arms or legs only one tattoo per person make sure to stay hydrated before and eat before arriving you are allowed to bring foldable and portable chairs to accommodate any weight and all flash tattoo designs are final as is color and design changes are not permitted. So make sure to take advantage of that. I would assume that it's also you must be 18 years or older to in order to receive an, uh, a tattoo and you must pr- uh, provide a valid ID in order to be able to do it. So just make sure before you do all this stuff that you do take, you, you know, you do look at that and see what's going on. Like I said, there's other things that are going on. There's these pop-up parties, a uh, bunch that are happening in on the thir- on September 30th and October 1st. Also, the the tattoo things um, are both on October 2nd between 2 and 8 p.m. It's Poison Ivy Inc. in St. Petersburg and Temple Terrace. You guys can look up those uh, addresses. But there's these pop-up party schedules. There's three scheduled on September 30th. Bob Gardner Community Park in Lakewood Ranch. Hyde Park Village in Tampa and Water Walter Fuller Park in St. Pete. And then on the first, we have Oscar Cooler Sports Complex in Lutz and then the Dunedin Community Center. Uh, and then at these pop-up parties, like I said, there's uh, they're giving away car flags. There's Randy Rosarena boot can koozies, yard signs. Uh, and then the other thing, which I, like I said, there's the distribution sites for the raised yard signs for the playoffs. 
those are available at a bunch of different places. Uh, what I'm seeing here, the Avenue in St. Pete, Chicken Salad, Chicken St. Pete, Clearwater Marine Aquarium, Coppertail Brewing Company, Crown Honda, two different Canes Furniture uh, locations, one in Tampa, one in St. Pete, and then two Suncoast Credit Union locations in St. Pete that you can pick up yard signs for the playoffs. So I just wanted to pass that information along for those that are interested. Uh, Gibby, are you planning on you, – you you said you were interested in the tattoo thing. Are you planning on getting any yard signs or anything like that for the playoffs? Uh, I don't really have yards, so no. Dude, you should get it just for me and, like, ship it to me. How do I, how, wait, how do I get it? I don't know. You gotta go on. Look on our Twitter, Razor okay, TV okay, 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 on Twitter. We have yeah, all the Twitter, all the information there for everything related to Rays postseason hype and things of that sort. I definitely good vibes there. Uh, with all the, it, it definitely seems like the Rays are really pushing. Like, like I said, they've been really pushing the uh the marketing this year sometimes good sometimes bad but they for the I most like that recent commercial it was good yeah the commercials have been good there's just been a lot more exposure to the team uh in terms of fan turnout this year they average just under 18k a game which is the highest average that they've had since 2014 they had 1.44 million fans which was about 600k off of what i wanted it to be but still i mean that's a really really big achievement for this team uh to be able to get that it's just really really important that the the rays are continuing to push in this positive direction moving forward i mean that's just that's just really really good to see that all of that stuff is happening um i'm trying to see if there's anything else we already mentioned uh usf we already mentioned the bucks i there there has to be something going on with the rowdies coming up i don't know what sort of playoffs are going on for the usl championship but there's got to be something with the rowdies coming up uh i'm trying to think of what else we have, I mean, there for the NFL, there was two. There were two scoregamis this week, which is like probably the most that's happened in quite a bit. I don't really know how much y'all care about that stuff, but that's just cool nerd things that I think is awesome. Um, so definitely just cool stuff to 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 keep an eye on in the world of the sports. Um, do you even want to mention the biggest news in the world of sports, or do you want to talk about that or no? Gibby. Sorry. Gibby. Hello? Yeah, are you still there? No, I fell asleep for a sec. What the fuck? So, uh, do you want to talk about the biggest story in sports right now or no? Yeah, let's talk about the biggest story in sports. What is it? Colorado? No. Not anymore. I'm losing. No, not that. I mean, they did get their ass whooped against, against Oregon, but come on. You should know what it is. Think about, like, Sports stories that have popped up over the last day that have been relevant. Oh, fucking. It's uh, not what I think it is, is it? What? Is it the, the Taylor Swift thing? Yes. <laughs> do you want to do you want to share your thoughts at all about, about mean, our boy Travis Kelsey? Yeah, dude's a fucking player. But, you know, it's like it's kind of weird when we're all just watching, you know, I bet I bet it's not too comfortable. Oh, but I mean, he also knew what he was getting into. Like, that's what kind of happens when you want to shoot your shot at the most, probably one of the five most famous people in the world right now. Yeah, it's crazy. Everyone in the stands just looking like, wow, Taylor Swift. (laughs) (laughs) Dude, Uh, he's 
he shot like, his shot and he's just going at it from what i he's yeah. i mean like that would be like someone put apparently that matt matt kemp and brianna were a thing back in the day which is an incredible thing considering that matt kemp turned out to be a very above average baseball player but that was pretty much it yeah. so like i mean imagine if like i'm trying to think of like a guy who would fit that like if Josh Lowe bagged someone, like, I don't know. Like if, 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 he, Alex if he courted Rodriguez, Jaden Chove. I mean, A Rod did date J Lo, but A Rod was also like a very famous athlete uh, yeah, for true. good and bad reasons. Yeah. Like if Josh Lowe dated someone, or if he courted someone, or dis or dis, like Which he went should. after. I mean, he's a very attractive man, so like the same sort of vibe where like if Josh Lowe. Was to I mean, who would be like a high profile individual that would be cool if they just randomly dated Josh Lowe? I don't know. Just that someone. Like Ariana, that could be an Ariana Grande thing, you know? Yeah, like yeah. She'll yeah, come I, down I here. I don't she'll know if she's dating race anyone again. Right now. I don't know. Oh, she might be dating that guy from that SpongeBob musical, but but whatever. Uh, like Josh yeah, Lowe, for example. That guy. That would be the only thing that I would, because he's probably the he's Hammer Glassnow, one of know. those two. But I think Glassnow's got a girlfriend. But if J, if if Josh doesn't have anything, uh, and, and and if he found someone, that would be like all 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 of our attention would go towards that. So, uh, yeah, of course, yeah, who knows? But hey, Travis Kelsey's been shooting his shot. Uh, yeah, I would love fucking, to get. Imagine being the Bears, dog. Imagine the Bears the are Bears just that awful. That... Chicago sports is just really bad, and I feel like bad you have for fucking sports. Taylor Swift cheering against you, and probably all of America with it. Yeah, yeah, but hey, you know, all I want is for her to come on the podcast that uh, Travis and Jason have. That would be so entertaining. Dude, I would listen would to that fun. every day of the week. I don't know what the uh, fuck they would talk about. I don't know. I'm sure that she would be able to come up with something. Yeah, about football. you know, yeah. I'm sure she'd be able. I'm I'm sure that she could hold a conversation about football. I'm sure she watches it enough to to do that. But, yeah. uh, yeah. So, I mean, we we had to talk about it because it was sports news. But like I said, Josh, if you want to if you want to do something like that, we can talk about you. I'm totally down because I think that would be hilarious, uh, and that would be awesome for you. Uh, I don't think there's any other raise news. Like I said. Uh, the race of a two-game series in Boston starting tomorrow or today when this is going to come out. Uh, they have two-game series. Then they're going to take a day off, which is actually going to be great for the playoffs. Then they have a three-game series in Toronto. And then we'll return back to the TROP for the beginning of Trotober. Uh, do watch out to see what sort of giveaways that they're going to have for the postseason because right now I just don't know. I haven't heard if they're going to have any rally times or anything like that, but they might. So definitely keep an eye out for that. Uh, but with that being said, I think that's going to conclude things on this latest episode of Raise the Roof. We appreciate you guys as always. Thank you so much for your support. Thank you for your support on both Twitter and Instagram. I know both of those have grown pretty exponentially in terms of numbers over the last year. So continue to follow us on both platforms, Raise the Roof TV on both of them. Make sure to follow and support us there. For these podcasts, continue to support us as you guys have been. And make sure to use our links, our affiliate links. Uh, again, helps you guys out and helps us out in the process as well. So a big thing for both of us there. Um, or a big a big thing for us there if you guys can can continue to support us um, if you guys want to financially we would we would definitely appreciate it. and also you'll get yourself great deals and going to sporting events if you guys want to go see the Rays in the playoffs you see Keith. if you guys want to go wear some cool stuff to those playoffs games make sure to use in the clutch raise the roof 
get you discount codes for both of those. So uh, again, thanks for listening. And as always, raise up. Raise up, baby.